Hello everybody, what's going on with you guys? My name is Adrian and we'll be hanging out for like the next 10 minutes or so. Anyways, I have to admit to you guys that earlier this morning, I had no idea what I was going to say here on the podcast. But I was like, eh, leave it alone for now. And when I come back, you know, late afternoon, maybe I, I have something to talk about. And thank God I went out because going out into the world and just mix yourself with the unwashed. I call anybody, any any common person in the streets, I call them the unwashed because all of them are fucking characters. You know people. You know when you go out into the world, you leave your house, you know that you're going to encounter some characters. So I got to go and mix with the unwash so that I can come back and tell you guys the stories. <laughs> the story of my journey. Anyways, I I have to get um, copies made for these uh, keys. My dad, we used to have like um, two copies of of this key, but my dad lost his. So I got to take my key to make copies of it. Uh, of this padlock that we have. And so I go around and I visit many locksmiths around my area. But the thing is that with this key is is so like um an unusual key that nobody has like the the template to make the key. So I go through like three of them and every store that I visit like they don't have the key. So finally I I get to this one store and let me paint the picture for you. It's it's like this old timey looking store. Like you walk in and the door looks old. Like the decorations look old. And then it's just filled with like um, old school doors and doorknobs and keys. And a bunch of other like trinkets and memorabilia. And I'm like, okay, this looks like a very original, very, you know, old school, old fashioned store. They might have this key. Anyways, I go inside and a guy greets me with a freaking pigeon on his shoulder. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on in here? Fucking Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. Jesus. Anyway, he's just talking to me. And at this point, he he's acting so normal. He's just talking to me like he doesn't have a parrot or a pigeon on his fucking shoulder. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? You can't just go around talking to people like you don't have a pigeon on your shoulder. Anyways, so he he grabs the keys from me and I don't make a comment. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy, you know, who says something. I'm just going to... Tell him what I need and hope he gets it for me. So he grabs the keys and he says, like, All right, let me check around back, see what I have. And he goes back and start looking for the keys. And then he comes back and is like, oh, man, I don't have anything out back. Hold on, let me check over here. Then he goes underneath the counter, see if he has some old keys there that he could, like, match it to my keys. And maybe we could get, like, uh, uh, you know, like a matching slate or template, whatever. Anyway, so he goes in there, cannot find the keys. He comes back up. And I'll mind you, 
This whole entire time, the pigeon been on his shoulder. Like, the pigeon didn't flew away or anything. The pigeon wasn't scared. The pigeon didn't go anywhere. And it wasn't like it was attached to a string or anything. He was just chilling there on this guy's shoulder. And let me tell you, that guy was swinging, twisting and turning. And the pigeon will just uh, switch shoulders whenever the guy was like, you know, in a position where he was switching to another place or looking underneath the counter. You know, the pigeon never flew away. He was just there, chilling. So anyways, he comes back from under the counter and says, man, I looked everywhere. I don't think I have this key. I'm sorry. And then I was like, ah, oh, man, don't worry about it. And so I'm about to walk away. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, wait a minute. What am I doing? I can't just leave and pretend this guy didn't have a pigeon on his shoulder. I need to go back and ask him. So against all odds and everything in my body telling me, don't ask any questions. I went against my own, you know, antisocial tendencies. And I was like, man, I got to ask this guy. So I asked him, hey, man, what's the deal with the pigeon? I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I, you probably get this question a lot, but I have to ask. And then he was very friendly. He was like, oh, it's a funny story. It all started when um, I took a pigeon from the streets. Uh, this one pigeon was hurt. He couldn't fly. And so I took it home and I, you know, I fucking nursed him back to health. And then he flew away or whatever. And then people who knew me saw how much I liked the bird. And they gave me this, this new bird. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. And when I said it was cool, I actually meant it. I wasn't being sarcastic. You know, like, there's nothing that shows more confidence than you having a pigeon, a parrot, or a parakeet on your shoulder. Like, that is fucking, you know, that's like a conversation starter right there. The only thing that would be cooler than that would be if you had, like, a hawk or an eagle or an owl, you know, and you can just, like, let them go and then they'll come back to you. That will be the only thing that will be cooler than a guy with a pigeon. But, you know, that was pretty impressive to me. I was like, Jesus, you just walking around with a pigeon? And, you know, it's impressive. It's bizarre. It's, you know, you're not used to seeing that. <laughs> so uh, after I started the conversation with him, then I didn't know how to end it. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know. I didn't know what to say. He just kept talking about the pigeon. I guess he's really into birds. So anyways, luckily for me, some other guy who worked there was like, oh, hey, such and such, we got to do this and that. So he's like, all right, man, see you later. And then I left. But for that moment, it was like I was in a fucking movie for a minute. I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Anyways, so that was the pigeon story. Um, now let's move on to VR. Or virtual reality, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think they're getting ready to make a comeback. Not like they left, you know, but you remember back in the days, like a few years back, they had like a little resurgence with the Oculus headset. Everybody was getting those. And they were like very popular for like a minute. And then as fast as they came, that's how fast they went. And they kind of died down a little bit. So I definitely think they're making a comeback. 
especially after hearing about that ride in Disneyland where you can go and have like a full immersive um, VR experience. And you know, if Disney is doing it, they're going to go all in. So definitely having people go there and experience that is going to give the technology a bit more exposure. So, you know, I think in the next few years, we're going to see a bunch of development in that technology. I was also listening to a bunch of other smart people and they said that you could probably experience like all the worlds, maybe like out of space, you know, the feeling of being in outer space. So you could potentially train astronauts and a bunch of other things. The applications really are endless. I was also thinking that, you know, maybe you could treat like fears. For example, I have like a, a fear of heights. And I imagine like maybe if I use BR and they put me in a situation where I could be like exposed to like heights, but in a safe environment, like, oh, I know this is fake. Like, even though I feel like this is real, this is all this is all fake. So maybe if that were to happen, I could treat my fear little by little without actually having to be exposed to the real danger or what I perceive to be danger. Because that's my thing. Like, it doesn't matter what you think is happening. Your brain thinks it's in danger. So having a controlled environment where you can, like, be exposed to a minimal amount of, you know, your fears, I feel like is, you know, useful if you want to treat those fears. You know, maybe you're afraid of spiders or any other, like, weird phobia that you have. And you could, like increase or decrease the amount of exposure that you get and then you little by little start growing out of that fear so i definitely think you know that application could be useful and then there are other applications that we don't know yet and that's what is exciting about this whole thing anyways enough of being nerdy um i'm gonna do my closing statements If you guys like the podcast, um, follow me, subscribe, you know, and uh, I'll be checking you guys on the next one. Stay clean, baby.